0: So, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is a little section that we're trying out, a new one, where we're going to talk to fans, fans who have been supporting Arsenal from all over the country, fans uh, who have a different sp- perspective. Uh, and today uh, we have Andy Fink. Andy Fink is from Arsenal Fans Forum, and uh, anybody on the forum will know and love his throwback Thursdays. Andy, how are you? Yeah,
1: good. It's Fergus, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, did you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Did you celebrate you know a fantastic grand for the <laughs> Irish?
1: Well, the funny thing was, I'm a bit, bit of a lightweight yesterday, because uh, I was at the, at the game um, a couple of nights ago, and um, enjoyed a few rhubarb ciders um, in the coronet, um, and then oh. the, the night after, as in like the, um, the Friday night, um, I was in touch with an old work colleague who's also a gooner, I had a few for you to drink with him, and I was so knackered um, that I didn't really do much on St Paddy's Lay day on after. the sofa. <laughs> but, yeah, a bit, bit, bit of a lightweight as me sometimes.
0: So Andy, you've been supporting Arsenal for how long? How did you get into, into supporting Arsenal?
1: Well, give my age away a little bit. Uh, very young though, when I started supporting them, about seven. Um, Forty years uh, wow. I've been supporting them now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, four, four decades. So you started supporting when? 78. 78. Yeah. Um, I remember the moment, actually. Um, Go on. It was actually on my doorstep uh, where my parents still live, actually. Um, And I was with a friend, and uh, we had the Panini stickers, you know, the old football stickers that you swap and that kind of stuff. And uh, I just looked through the teams, and I saw Arsenal, and I saw the classic red and white shirt. No sponsorship, nothing like that. Nice, plain and simple. And I thought, you know what? that's my team and uh, nothing more uh, than that really but I, mean, I later fi- found out that a Cousin's cousin uh, worked in the, the old Arsenal shop which was, was a bit of a tenuous link but that wasn't the reason why I supported them but
0: you, know, any, any you, were just after, you were just after free gear, weren't you? Yeah,
1: I did get a few programmes and so forth, so that was good. <laughs> and, and what's the first game you ever attended? Well, the first game that I remember, not that I attended, uh, was the 79 Cup Final. Um, I know a lot of the old school will remember this um, as, as very, very fondly as one of the best Cup Finals ever. Um, mainly down to the last five minutes. In, in fact, it was called, uh, the, the, I think it was known as, um, the five-minute Cup Final. Uh, we were cruising at 2-0 against Man United. They came back in the last uh, five minutes uh, to go two all, and I must admit, I did actually cry at that moment in time. It was a, wow. <laughs> it was a lovely sunny day, and my mum, who's not really into football, um, she said, "Andy," she said, or Andrew, she calls me. Um, "Leon Brady, he will, he will do something for you. You know, he, he will do a bit of magic." And straight, pretty much straight from the kickoff, runs down uh, the midfield, passes out to Graham Ricks, crossed over, and Alan Sunderland's last minute. Oh, God, it was amazing. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. And the closest FA Cup final to that, I would say, is one that I think you attended, uh, which was against, who um, was it now, Hull City, wasn't it? Um, uh, yes. Again, similarly, we, we'd gone a, a, a long time without actually winning anything. Uh, I think it was 71 in the, um, the the first time we won the double. So you're looking at eight years before we actually won anything. Um, so a lot of the people And
0: people moan nowadays. Yeah.
1: That's 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 right. And 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 of course we had that long stint, didn't we? Where we were all the media were over us. Um you know, we were the joke, you know, oh yeah, Arsenal don't, don't win this, don't haven't won for years. And uh, as I say we went t- two down, didn't we, against um against we, whole City and uh, we did
0: and wasn't it Per Mertesacker and yeah, two got the other Ramsey goal. Got, got Ramsey yeah, 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 and, yeah, then, then yeah. and then Fantastic. into... Ex- was extra time? No, that semi. It was the semi-final that went extra time, yeah, wasn't that's it? So ra- that's right, yeah. Ramsey got the goal. That was my first ever uh, trip to, uh, not my second trip to Wembley. My first FA Cup final. Uh, obviously, living in Ireland uh, for a number of years, I wouldn't have got to. Oh, I was only eight in '79. Yeah. So you know,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm with same chicken. year, with the same year. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, yeah, that's brilliant.
0: So that led into the 80s. Did you go to the 80s? Yeah,
1: well, I went to the 80s games. That I went. I started off my very first game I ever saw, because I was living in a place called Camberley. So it's kind of like the home It's not London, but sort of commutable. Um, my dad, again, uh, like my mum, not really into football, uh, but they knew my love of it. And uh, Aldershot uh, and also Farnborough are very okay. close by. And uh, he read in a local Camberley News that uh, there's going to be a testimonial for someone called Glenn Johnson, who was a goalkeeper. I think he was on the youth books at Arsenal. Um, And he then went on to have a bit of a career at uh, Aldershot. And, of course, Aldershot um, had invited Arsenal down. And, indeed, you know, they went. Um, Dad took me. And, yeah, brilliant. It was like a three-all draw. And who should score but Alan Sunderland, the same um, player uh, that's, that, that, that scored the winner. So you see him score twice Yeah, that, that's, that's it so, so that was the first game I saw and indeed we ran on the pitch afterwards and shook hands with the players and, and we actually got a bit of turf uh, and put it in a pot and enabled it you know, it just labelled it uh, turf the, the, the gunners are played on And for about 15 years it lay inside and my my mate decided to open it after 15 years and boy did it stink.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, did you cultivate and grow it? Well, I could have
1: done. done. (laughs) Just just quickly say the first game I actually saw at Highbury, the first home game, I had to wait another what four years or so. Um, And that was a home game uh, against Norwich City where Charlie Nicholas scored and Stuart Robson and a 2-0 win and those were the days when we only had about sort 21 of, twenty-one, twenty-two thousand. you know so you know it's a, a bit And of that's different. even
0: with standing areas at the end as yeah, well. Yeah.
1: Isn't it? I mean at that at that point about in the 85 kind of kind of era um we had to wait a little while I mean 87 uh, we won the league cup against Liverpool massively uh favorites um of course Ian Rush whenever he scored they never lost, and that coined the phrase. Uh, was it? Uh, one nil down, two and up, we effed Rushi's record up. so, so that was getting <laughs> so from like, there air. use that word on here.: Yeah, that, that's, that's right. And uh, from there, uh, we did like some preseason um, sort of tournaments, not like they have now but the Emirates uh, Cup. similar thing back then was Makita, and that was at the Old Wembley. Yep. And uh, one thing that does stick in my mind, we, we actually won a pre-season tournament uh, just before everyone would have heard of the 89 Anfield. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of the yeah, we don't sort the DVD yeah, But yeah, yeah. My, my little claim to fame from a superstitious point of view was after we won and they were going around doing their lap of honour, um, I had my Arsenal scarf and I threw it on towards the players. But all the players seemed to have gone past it. But the last player to pick it up was mickey thomas and uh, mickey wow. thomas then went on that season uh of course to, to do what he did in the last minute and uh we won a league uh, in merseyside so uh yeah
0: and you you went out to europe as well did you? european games
1: um a i went to home home games uh okay. one that stuck in my mind was i think david ginola um he had a bit of a He had a bit of a a running battle, shall we say, with Lee Dixon. Um, And it was a semi-final of the Cup Winners' Cup. And uh, we won 1-0. It was a a Kevin Campbell uh, goal. And uh, I think... I don't know if he got got Janola sent off in that game, but he certainly did when Newcastle came to town and Newcastle were flying. And, uh, again, Dixon just... um, was at they were at each other's throats and and Dixon got got Janola sent off <laughs> and uh, right. so yeah that 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 was um was good because of course he went on to play for Tottenham so it's always nice to to get a bit so what managers have you seen manage the club then oh um, started off with uh, Terry Neil, uh back in seventy nine and he had a bit of a management team going on with uh, Don Howell very good coach now when Terry Neal got the sack uh, Don Howe came on on board uh, for for some time. Um, I think we've had people like Stuart Houston and, and, and Steve Burton, sure, as like caretaker managers. Um, but, of course, the one that really, really did it sort of put us on the next level for me and for many people was, was George Graham. He um, is amazing uh, in terms of his his tactics. Um, at times, I mean, we're known as 1-0 to the Arsenal, but he just got that back four uh, in place. Uh, we, we, we got um, Dixon from Stoke. Um, also got Steve Bowl from Stoke. He was lucky enough um, to bring through the Tony Adams and Keown, and, Keone. and uh, yeah, it was it was just a real solid platform. And he made Adams captain at seventeen, yeah, didn't absolutely. he? Absolutely, and 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 quite rightly so. Um, I think he's the best defender in forty years um, supporting them. He, you know, no one can light a candle to to Tony Adams, and as much I, as I hate you just John Terry. Looking yeah, at the eighty
0: nine DVD, you can actually uh, it. it I again latecomer to to, to football and Arsenal, um, but it just uh, re-inst- reinstills of what a good manager and man manager and motivator uh, George Graham was.
1: Fantastic, yeah, yeah, and, and indeed, um, it's funny you, you mentioned um, you know like Europe and, and so forth. Um, George Graham, when we won that game uh, against PSG to go through to the final, uh, we sang the song. Uh, George Graham was it. Um, George Graham is magic. He wears a magic hat. It's a magic hat. Yeah, when he saw <laughs> yeah. the Cummins Cup. He says, I'm having that. And I just thought it's, it's quite amusing that these days, if we get to the Europa uh, final, I don't think many people are going to be singing uh Arsene Wenger's magic. It'd be interesting to see if anyone does. Um.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm on YouTube actually. Yeah. Uh, I jumped in the back of um, somebody who recorded on Arsenal fans TV. Uh, I, w- I was slightly inebriated from, uh, which is unusual yeah. for me, yeah. as you know. Uh, and uh, it I was after—I think it was after the h- whole win—I was singing Arsenal Wenger's magic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I
1: don't think many people are be singing that anymore. Shame. It's a shame because uh, you know. In the same way that George Graham, you know, he ended up going to Tottenham. Obviously, that's that's one of the, the cardinal sins. But I think it's healthy to remember the good times. And I think when Wenger does go, yes, we'll acknowledge that he's, you know, he he didn't progress us over a certain period. However, I think his his successes overweigh his his negatives. But I still feel that it's time for him to go. But I'm just I was saying, going to ask you yeah, what, what your opinion on that yeah, was. Yeah, I I I feel someone like a Legree or someone like that, someone. It's, you see it time time and time again. You you, you have uh, a manager like such as George Graham, let's let's say, who has been fantastic for the club, but then they lose their way. And although George Graham got um, the sack, you know, for for taking a bung, a lot of them are doing it back then. He got caught, but they're the, not doing
0: it now at all. No, are well,
1: they, no? <laughs> but uh, he he um, yeah he, he he did lose the plot and. And the football became dire. I remember an AC Milan Super Cup game at home. It was Merson's first game back after his um, troubles, with, you know, with drugs and gambling and so forth. That was quite emotional when we gave him a good round of applause. But I was in the East End lower that that game. Usually we were in the North Bank, but um, the ball was in the air so much that you hardly ever saw the ball. I mean, for yeah. me, that that was just a moment in time, and I thought, do you know what? This this is getting bad. And and indeed, actually, straight after. His he, his demise. Uh, we did actually get you mentioned the managers that I've seen. Uh, Bruce Riok who Ian Wright ended up falling out with. Um, but I remember we had a Inter Milan. We're talking this Milan theme going on here. But uh, but Inter Milan, uh, they came on a pre-season tournament, and that was in the days. I think they Dennis Burkham, I think he just it just got him, but and that was that his uh, old
0: team. Bruce Riok
1: signed him, That's he? right. Yeah, that. But I don't know how much David Dean had to do with that. But yeah, but absolutely right. He was a manager at that moment in time. And uh, we actually started passing the ball around. And I think there's about five passes to, you know, a, a player in red. And people on the North Bank, we were looking at each other and thinking, oh, my God, we, we're actually passing the ball around. And I always remember that. I, I, I just think that's absolutely incredible how bad it got in terms of, I mean, you look at Man United now and everyone's saying about, you know, they like to win with style. And, and, and it, as I say, it, it was just a refreshing uh, to see that people like Tony Adams could pass the ball around, you know, and, and uh, we didn't have to lump it up to like an Alan Smith or a uh, Ian Wright all the time. We we could start to play football. So,
0: but it's good to have that option yeah, as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You've got to mix it. You've got to mix it up.
0: So, your first game, uh, your last game at uh, Highbury and your first game at the Emirates.
1: Last game, I get emotional now, last game at Highbury uh, was the very last game at Highbury, the Wigan, um, you know, when we won, was it 4-2 in the end? 4-2, the attendance was
0: 38,359.
1: That's the one, and I've still got my t-shirt, I'll have to, I don't don't photograph well, but I I might have to put it on the fans forum, Uh, me and my my, (laughs) me and my red t-shirt, because yeah, they had the red t-shirts on the seats, and they had the white. And I think for Wigan in that little corner, they had the blue um, t-shirts for them. You know, was, I was there. Yeah, and I'm, lo- kind I'm, of stuff. I'm looking.
0: At, I've got some pictures on my wall in my office, and I've got the aerial one, which has got the last day at Highbury yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, all the red and white, and you can see the away end and the clock end, and, and the new stadium uh, in in the distance. Uh, and I've also got a picture of um, Thierry Henry receiving the golden boot. Oh, uh, he had a hat trick on that day as well. Yeah. And it was against, as you say, Wigan Athletic. Yeah. What was your first game in the
1: new In the Emirates, the first Ashburn one there. And Grove. Oh, sorry, yeah, oh, Ashburton Grove. The Grove. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was uh, a one-all um, against Everton, and Van Persie scored a free kick. And that was before, um, you know, the, what they call the Arsenalisation. You know, around the round the, the the borders, yeah. They? They, they've got that, and I think it's absolutely fantastic what they've done there. Not just the banners, but to have. Um, you know, the, the, the sort of like 1979 and a picture of the FA Cup. You know, they uh, 2017. It's bit inside
0: our, and outside the concourse. Yes, and yeah. also all the grey concrete that the gates are on have been painted yeah. red and white. Yeah. And yeah, it, it has given it more Fantastic a home yeah. feeling. That first season or so when there was... Uh, I I wasn't in there I didn't get my season ticket till 2010-11 um, so but that first I, I did get to a few games in those first few games it was quite soulless I know people go on about it being soulless now but uh, days like uh, I believe the Milan game the atmosphere was great in there the North London derby this, uh, this year was fantastic in there when we played Chelsea, we've had some good nights in there, so you know there has been some good days.
1: It's it's very funny you mention that because I'm one of the you know sometimes I I bark on about the uh, the past, but um, I was there as as, you know the the other night against Milan, and and I was absolutely thrilled that um, you know when when the Milan um, were were doing their song, which of course I I don't know Italian, but it was and then and then we, it sounded like a spinner so we went oh spinner and, and it it's just <laughs> lovely it was it was really good and it, it was shades of the of, of of what's gone before and it's funny john who i was with there you, you all know john um season john ticket Simmons. there uh, yes. season ticket holder and um you know i've known him for many years and we used to go regularly and so forth we were at old Trafford, uh in 2002 we were lucky enough to go there and we've seen some some crap but we've seen a lot of good now he said exactly what you said um the stadium he's been a a, a good few times this season and the atmosphere has been good and i think sometimes it's easy to to look at the past and and think oh it's not as good as 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 it was but sometimes it is rose-tinted glasses however that said there's one game for example that i can really remember how loud it was and that was way back i think it was 87 or 88 when we played man united Um, in an FA Cup game and it's when the start of all the hostilities between Arsenal and Man United and Brian McClure last minute uh, we were in the North Bank and it was the days when it was was terracing and um, earlier in the game um, when we scored I think Alan Smith scored and uh, everyone pushed forward and I felt I was being crushed against the the, the barrier, the crush barrier and this is before, it's about a year or so before of course Hillsborough Hillsborough. happened and I, I, I really thought I felt like I was going to die. It sounds melodramatic, but I really, really felt um, in danger. But then it's big—you're not
0: the first person to say no. that to me. I had a friend of mine who, who who mentioned similar when he was younger, as kids, and the crowd surging forward, and they had got themselves behind um, uh, one of the crush barriers. So they're only young kids, and they came up to halfway up their chest, yeah. and as the crowd surged forward, it pushed onto their chest, and they couldn't breathe. And there was two or three old boys who pushed, held on the crush barrier pushed back and gave him enough room to push him down and under so they can get on the yeah. front of the crash barrier. Exactly and say, don't that. ever stand there again. Make right. sure you stand with your back. Exactly that. Eye.
1: And uh, you're quite right. And as I was I'm, I'm visualising you know, way, way back then. And uh, the guy that pushed back, he looked at me and, and he's like, why aren't you celebrating? You know, <laughs> I was happy with That's score. But I was, yeah, I was a bit dazed at, at that moment in time. But that game, that oh, my God, because you used to get there two hours before the game and uh, just to get your your spot on the terraces, um, because now, of course, people, I mean, I, indeed, I went to a game with you a, a, a season or so ago where we were enjoying our, our, our beer in the, in the pub there. And, um, and the for Pelé afterwards. Yeah, that, that's right. And it's kind of like, <laughs> I think they'd already kicked off when we got in the ground. Now, back then, that was unheard of because, as I say, on the on the North Bank, you had to get your spot because it's so difficult really to, to turn up late and, and find your spot. That said, when you score, they all push forward, and you kind of lose your friends you moment, thought, momentarily. Yeah. But the the, the sound, that that the oh my god, my ears! You know, when you go to a rock concert or something, when you yeah. when you get home and it's that buzzing in your ears, it was like that, and you were so tired from from just all the all the screaming and the, and the and the and the chanting and being pushed around. It it's not the sort of environment that maybe my wife would enjoy, um, but as as a as a sort of buzz, it, it, it was it was pretty pretty cool. And uh, of course, North London Derby, um, that was loud, but it got a bit naughty in terms of some of the you know some of the stuff they did, the anti-Semitic stuff. Um, I don't condone um, doing doing that. A lot the, of it, the, a lot of that has in, gone out of the game. Has, the, the, yeah. There is a little bit. So so yeah, um, that that's something that's good that nowadays you don't hear, and we're, we're all the better for it in, in that respect. You can still express your loathing of, 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 of the enemy, but um, it doesn't have to cross a, a certain line. That's no, it doesn't.
0: Important. I suppose the final thing, I suppose, is name probably... It was your question, actually, that you posed, which we still haven't been able to 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 do, which is you name your all-time top 11. Uh, I challenge you to that, or even just give me your uh, favourite player, say, two or three players or over over the last from the 70s 80s 90s and noughties
1: wow that's, that's an interesting <laughs> I think straight away um, if you had have prepped me for this uh, uh, I, I might have uh, looked more into it but the things that, that, that uh, the players will jump out for me Liam Brady um, absolute top class um, player um, as I say, he was instrumental we to him in Dublin
0: Airport in 78. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I shook his hand on the Abinal Road, and then we went on to lose 3-1 against Blackburn, but we still won, won, won the double there, 97-98 season. So, uh, but yeah, Liam Brady, absolutely got to be in the team. Um, of course, you're looking at Thierry Henry, aren't you? Yeah. And Dennis Burkham, those two are just... It's very difficult to say you're very best player, but those two would be like a photo finish with Liam Brady... He he would certainly, yeah he he would be in the photo photo finish with them Tony as well. Tony Adams, Sol Campbell. Oh, Tony Adams at the back. I mean him and Steve Bold, um, wonderful. And of course later Keown, but but yeah, Tony Adams, Sol Campbell. He he carried it on, didn't he? Um, yeah. And I remember the last ever game at uh, at of the uh, the unbeaten season um, against Leicester City. We were in line with him, and uh, when he came out second half, we were one nil down to a Paul Dickoff goal. And he, he sort of got clenched his fist, and he went to, to Ashley Cole. Come on, we can do this. And it, it always inspired me. <laughs> yeah. and that's what like wonderful stuff. So yeah, I mean the Tony Adams and, and your Souls. Um, Who would you have in goal? In goal, I would say well Seaman edged um, Pat Jennings. I think yeah, David Seaman. Okay, yeah.
0: And you wouldn't layman as the third backup. Oh yeah, I mean
1: he was fantastic as well, wasn't he? But um, I think Seaman, as he said in his, his his autobiography, he he did actually his positional sense. Seaman, even though he's probably you know blown his own trumpet a little bit, but it's true what he says. He his positional sense, bar the sort of naive goal and, and yeah. some of them generally was his ponytail, yeah, exactly right, yeah, yeah. But he was he was he was pretty pretty spot on. So yeah, and Seaman. we're coming
0: up to um, uh, March thirty first. David Rocky yeah, yeah. uh day um, you were at the North London Derby weren't you yeah that's right
1: um, so we we're having a drink uh, again uh, we, we've been there uh, ourselves uh, together um, enjoying uh, a, a drink in the 12 pins prior to the game uh, and news came through that um, Rocky castle uh, had passed away at a very young age I think something like 31 and um, and now Rocky was one of those early players now we're talking about our best teams you know some of the best players Rocky would be up it would certainly be in there um, I remember one lovely sunny day um, at Highbury the way he just dragged the ball back and beat a player absolutely amazing and it, and it is, is wonderful you know he, he could put his foot in he could he could uh, motivate he's a great engine score some wonderful goals everyone's going to think of the tottenham uh, game and, and so forth man united um but yeah so a great player learned that he passed away it was a shock to us uh, went into i think it's the first time i can remember a minute's silence and i'll tell you credit to the spurs fans that were there that day i don't give them much credit Hands but on the back, up in the back of my oh, uh, yeah, it was absolutely beautiful that that minute silence it'll stay with me it was absolutely immense we went on to win the game 2-0 after the game we walked back you know again just just like today uh no a, a post match beer and um people looked were looking at us coming out the ground and i said did you lose and we're like no So well, why is everyone you know looking so morose kind of thing i said well Roecast will die and they, they understood straight away and um, that season I think the next week it was um, we were due to play them at Old Trafford uh, in the semi-final of the FA Cup and that was you mentioned Sol Campbell um, he was playing for Tottenham of course and he, he got injured that game I think uh, Ray Parler and him they they went down the wing and, and uh, he put a challenge in and, and he, I think it might have been his ankle that he did and uh, as soon as he went off the confidence was there. Oh, I we, you know, we're going to win this. And we did. We won 2-1. And of course, that put us into the final. Um, you mentioned finals you, you, you've you been to. Now, the only FA Cup final that I've actually attended is that one uh, against Liverpool, 2001, in Cardiff. Now, Roecastle's son uh, was the mascot that day on a lovely sunny day. Lundberg scored the first goal, the first Swede to ever score in a Cup final. And we it was set the stage was set and it was all going to be for rocky um and then that little well i won't swear but that little so-and-so um michael Owen got involved in me and and uh, yeah, yeah he put pay to that but, uh, but at the end i mean looked across at them with the walk on and the, uh you know the with the scarves and, and and you know going, you, you know
0: that was singing, you'll never get a job yeah
1: exactly yeah but by that time i think you know the singing had gone um i remember keon coming over with the, Sort of clenched fist, like "Come on, we're, co- we're going to come back!" And indeed, we went on, didn't we, the next season to win the next double. Season. So that's what yes. the grit that you that, that you associate with Arsenal, and that's why I think some people get a bit frustrated sometimes now um, because you don't always see so much of that right now. But uh, hopefully, in Europa, um, you know, we, we we can
0: fingers crossed. yeah. yeah. What do you make of the draw?
1: Um, it's all right in a sense that we missed um playing atletico madrid but that away game um i'm sure you know i met that robbie you've you seen him around the place from austral yeah. fans tv now i'm sure he'll be going to that game with a lot of other um people from the forum now good luck <laughs> um yeah. yeah and i hope it doesn't affect the players you know i hope they stay professional and at least when we go out there um you know just just keep it tight and everything but and 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 do the job you know well i think we need to do, yeah, do we, the job do, at the, end the job first and and then keep it tight when we when we go there
0: Brilliant. Andy, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, no problem. I hope it's you fun. enjoyed it. Yeah, I do uh, I know
1: you've not done this before, have you? No, no, no. It probably shows, but there you go.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It came across very natural. Hey, listen, I'm only, I'm only started this stuff myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. listen, we'll stick this into, because we've, um, we've got a week, well, two weeks with No Football, so uh, we've got a podcast that we're recording later in uh, Monday, Monday evening. Um, so we'll probably sandwich this into either that or... Um, one the following week. Lovely. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Keep doing the throwback Thursdays for us on the forum.
1: Yeah, although I'd, I'd do it a bit ad hoc now, don't I? But uh, yeah, I'll still do the old yeah, stuff. But, <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Uh, my brother in law, uh, Michael, uh, came along and said to me, "So, oh, Andy Fink, he's brilliant.
1: Oh, I met him, uh, didn't I? The stuff he puts... we, we met yeah, him, yeah, I met. Yeah, yeah yeah, but,
0: yeah, yeah. That was at the Ray Parlour. Um, that <laughs> infused water. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. Right. Mind you, I think you needed another point. Too, yeah, right. yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah. Brilliant! Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks, burgers. Yeah. Love the Arsenal. I'll catch you.